All right, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Billy Wayne, back again with Legacy United, a Righteous Project, Inc. podcast. Here with our new guest, actually, um, something that I'm excited about, our content creator. But I'm going to pass it to her to let her introduce herself. Hey, everybody. Uh, my name is Rebecca Mendenhall, but y'all can call me Becca. As Billy said, I am the content director of Righteous Project, Inc. I have been uh, just kind of volunteering with this organization since the beginning, and I decided within the last few months to jump on board as an official member. So I'm super excited to be here. Thanks so much for having me, Billy. Thanks for being on. I'm excited as well. Uh, Definitely a lot of good stuff to share today. Uh, But as you guys know, the Legacy United is about inviting local entrepreneurs, people in the corporate world, um, you know, people that earn degrees, everything like that, to share their stories about what they've gone through um, to get where they are today. Um, And that's what we're going to do today here with with Becca. So I'm going to pass it back your way uh, just to share your story and you can start wherever you like. So go ahead and take take the mic there. Awesome. Thanks again. So Basically, I have a story that it, it's not it's not phenomenal, right? I mean, at the end of the day, we all kind of go through our own stuff, right? There, no matter how how rich you are or how poor you are, no matter no matter who you are in this world, you're all gonna have your trials and tribulations, right? So I don't really think of my story as phenomenal or or exceptional or anything like that per se, but uh, I did grow up poor, right? So I, I, I did not grow up wealthy. I, you know, I often, I often looked around at my friends and their parents and I, I saw the lack. I saw what they had versus what I didn't have. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, I, I definitely did. I didn't grow up with money. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I, I like how you pointed that out is that. Um, everybody's level of success or the areas or, or the points where they get at um, is, is different. You know, and that doesn't mean that you didn't achieve as much as, as the next person just because they have a lot of money. You know, just those small steps, you know, goes a long way. So thanks for sharing. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, one of the things that one of the things that sticks out the most for my story, if you will, is that my father. So the the primary breadwinner, mm-hmm. if you will. He was sick most of my childhood. In fact, I I don't really recall a time in my childhood in which he wasn't sick. He suffered from a lot of heart issues. Okay. And my dad actually ended up passing away when I was only 16 years old. Wow. So okay. um, it, there was... There was a lot. There was a lot of turbulence in my childhood, right. real talk, um, you know, with with a parent who is physically ill right. and effectively cannot work and cannot care for you. Um, and, and then my other parent, my mother, you know, she did her best to just kind of like keep the family going as much as she could. But there was there was always that little bit of lack right. you know what i mean yeah and and the impounding medical bills and everything like that it really just kind of took a toll on our family when i was growing up so obviously my parents did the best that they could with what they were given and i i definitely credit their resilience for yeah. sure right but uh growing up for this girl yeah it wasn't very easy <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's um a very you know tough situation to go through right i mean having to to see that at a young age kind of makes makes it to where you have to take a certain uh role as a child that that not too many kids have to take on 
you know, so I can understand how that can be extremely difficult for sure. Yeah, it definitely was. Um, my parents actually ended up splitting up probably when I was about 13 years old. Okay. So it ended up being a situation where I was the primary caregiver for my father. Wow. So, okay. you know, this this poor man was just mostly bedridden, to be honest with you. He couldn't really do very much. He spent a lot of time, you know, just kind of down and out. Yeah. And so as a young child, I instead of, you know, hanging out with my friends and extracurriculars in school and things like that, I, I'm taking care of my dad. Right. You know, because I, I, I was the only one. Right. I was the only one that was there. I was cleaning the house. I was cooking dinner. Um, you know, I, I was helping him put his socks on. Well, you know, yeah. s- some of you, like the most simple things that we take for granted, my dad needed help with. Yeah. And so me, this this kid in like elementary, middle school, yeah, well, you know, okay. I'm... I'm like a nurse for my father, effectively. Right. <laughs> so it was definitely a very interesting, definitely very interesting upbringing. Yeah, sounds sounds like it for sure. And um, where 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 uh, did you grow up at? So I grew up in tiny town, Rapid City, South Dakota. Okay. So <laughs> it's not so tiny anymore, though. It's yeah. grown quite a bit okay. since I left. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I was a small town, Rapid City, South Dakota. So that's where that's where I grew up, kind of in the. Not technically the Midwest, but, you know, the Midwest. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right, yep. <laughs> I hear you. Um, well, well, okay. So, um, you know, going through everything that, that, that you were dealing with, you said elementary and middle school. That's that's a very young age, you know, to go through that as, as well. Um, and then uh, what, what what kind of things um, did you continue to, to, to see or to have you – set your mind to where you wanted to to you know uh motivate yourself to to you know be who you are that's a solid question you know there's when when you really think about it childhood trauma is is so that's what i want to say here it has the potential to be so damaging Mm -hmm. right you you can look out there and you can see not, like numerous people who have gone through various different um, childhood traumas, yeah. and their life story doesn't doesn't turn out the way that mine did. Yeah, right. you know they they end up taking taking a different path um, down life and a different road, and and maybe some of their their choices aren't aren't the best ones. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. So I consider myself to be very blessed to end up in the spot where I am today because it could have gone so much differently. You know, I, I know tons and tons and tons of other people or, you know, even, even youth that have dealt with their fair share of difficult times in their childhood and, and they have taken a different direction than I have. So, um, I credit a lot of my success to my community for sure. Yeah. I think that it makes a huge difference makes a huge difference the kind of people that you surround yourself with to kind of I don't know, launch yourself in the right direction right right yeah it's good that you pointed that out because and I think we spoke about this a while back um, when I was going going to school as well um, learning about psychology um, and there was a study about post-traumatic uh, stress and a thing called post-traumatic growth and people experience that differently you know, so some people go through certain traumatizing things as, as uh, when they're young and, you know, they either use it to 
to grow and become a stronger person. And some people, I wouldn't say necessarily use it, but, you know, it has that impact to where, you know, they, they are not as um, fortunate, you know, to, to grow from those experiences. You know, and we see those differences and it's, it's you know, I have not it, there's nothing against it because it's, it's a it's not just a mindset, but it's, it's a certain situation to where some people can't get out of it. Right. You know, um, and we see that a lot. You know, we do hear about PTSD a lot um, and we see it often, you know, in the community. Uh, but even pointing out that having a certain circle can help, you know, develop and grow, grow you as well. So I think that's important to know, too. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I had a I had a couple of families when I was growing up that I spent a majority of my time with if I if I wasn't in my own home, you know, and yeah. so I I had a family that had a pretty secure pretty highly religious background. And then I had another family that wasn't necessarily super religious, but, um, you know, there was a lot of love there. You know what I mean? So there there was a lot of love. There was a lot of protection. There, you know, there... They never, they never wanted for anything, you know what yeah, I mean? Right. And so I was so thankful to grow up with these people because I think that they kind of modeled to me what a family should look like and what... Um, dysfunction doesn't look like right you know what i mean and so i think that that gave me an insight of the world that i wanted yeah and so i kind of just kind of clung to that vision okay. of a family you know what i mean yeah. and i just i always remembered that i when whenever things were rough yeah whenever things weren't looking the way that they were supposed to i always reminded myself this this doesn't have to be how it is right. forever, right. right? There's other people out there in the world that are doing things differently, and I can do those things differently myself right. when the time is right. Wow. Yeah, that's right. Not, not a lot of people get that experience to where they can see on the, uh, you know, from the outside, you know, and, and that may, that, that's a big deal. I mean, growing up in a certain neighborhood, certain people just stay in that neighborhood, you know, but if they branch out or if they see uh, different views, it goes a long way in understanding that not everything um, is the way it is as, as you thought it was, you know, when you're, when you're growing up. So, um, it's very, very good to share as well. Um, so let's see here. So, um, going through high school or even after high school and, um, what, what made, what kind of helped you make the decision that you wanted to move or where, where did that come from? You know, moving outside of, of where you grew up. That's a that's a solid question, and this is something that I think about regularly. Okay. Um, this is this is something that just kind of baffles my mind all the time. Like, how did I how did I end up yeah. where I am today? Because it's never what I expected. Yeah. yeah. At all, a majority of the people that I know, um, they they just kind of stayed. They kind of stayed there in South Dakota, and yeah. nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that, but. Um, most of them didn't branch out. Yeah. And so I, I kind of I kind of think about that all the time. Like how how the heck did I end up here? <laughs> <laughs> um I so I I met my significant other. I met my partner back when I was still living in South Dakota. And okay. I think that was kind of one driver yeah. that kicked me out of yeah. South Dakota. He's always been he's always been a, a real go getter, marches okay. the beat of his own drum. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he does what he wants to do. And I think that that kind of encouraged me for sure to not settle, 
to just go after whatever it is that I wanted to. Um, so I, I think that that was a big driver for me for mm-hmm. sure to mm-hmm. leave South Dakota. And, and also too, it, I just, I wanted to see something different. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wanted to see something different from, you know, where I grew up. And I am so thankful that I did. Yeah. For sure. Because the things that I have learned away from my primary support, yeah. you know, away from my primary community that I had when right. I was growing up has been so much than I would have ever, ever learned wow. if I stayed back in South Dakota, wow. for sure. Nice. Good. Good. Well, I say that, you know, and, and I'm actually that type of person that I, I'm born and raised in Denver, Colorado. You know, I've yet to make that make that leap. But I can understand how some people, you know, are afraid to make that decision, you know. But I do know some people that have, have uh, you know, branched out and, and moved, moved to other uh, cities as well. My sister moved to Vegas. Um, but even like you were saying, it's hard to think back on on what really made you take that jump but the experience from that you know um kind of kind of helped out as well so that's really good to hear really good um so you made it here to denver colorado was was this your first place that you you wanted to move to no actually so uh i actually lived in montana for a few years yeah so the first place that i lived outside of home uh, outside of Rapid City, South Dakota, was this tiny little <laughs> insignificant town <laughs> in Montana. In Montana okay. um, it, I can't. I mean, I can't even really describe to you how small it was. Um, I mean, we had a Walmart, I guess. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had a couple of we had a couple of restaurants, but you know, it was it was a very, very it was a very small town. Okay. There wasn't a lot to do there most uh, it was really wild to me honestly a lot of a lot of kids would run away from home there oh wow okay yeah. really and uh apparently i don't know if it's still the case today but when i lived there it had the highest methamphetamine use Ooh. per capita wow. in the united states really yeah jeez okay um it it wasn't like it wasn't like the most terrible place or anything like that. You yeah. know, I didn't it, I I didn't see like a whole bunch of crime or anything too crazy, right? But it definitely it definitely was not an area of opportunity. Okay. That's for sure. Gotcha. You know, if I ever wanted to grow and develop and things like that. Yep. It wasn't really going to happen there. Mm, okay. The coolest or the best job that you could have there was at a call center. Yeah. <laughs> and not that you know, not that you can't go anywhere in a call mm-hmm. center, right? But if that is the only, only place, right. then that's going to make your your chances highly competitive. Right, big time. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of room there. Right. When you're yeah. competing with everyone else in your age group for effectively the same job, right? Yeah. yeah. So I wasn't going to go anywhere <laughs> <laughs> living there, but we were ultimately there as a result of the military, right? Oh, I see. So okay, it wasn't really our desire necessarily to be there but as a result of my partner being in the military that's just oh, kind of okay. where we ended oh. up yeah gotcha yeah oh interesting so that was my that was my first place living outside of my hometown and that was very interesting for me because it was the very first time that i had to develop a community yeah outside of what i knew right. for 20 years yeah wow okay and then um, you eventually made the decision to 
to jump over to Colorado. Yeah. I don't know what's, what's up. Uh, tell us a little bit about that transition. Yeah, definitely. So after my partner got out of the military, we just kind of sat down and we we're like, okay, what are we going to do next? Yeah. Where are we going to go now? And we didn't want to go back to South Dakota. And my partner kind of tossed around the idea of going to New York. And mm-hmm. I didn't really feel like that was for me at that yeah, time. Okay. Too far away from my family. Yeah. You know, even though I don't live at home anymore, my family is still very important to right. me. Oh, and I course. still have the necessity and the desire to see them on a, you know, at least a semi-regular basis. Right. right? right. Okay. So New York wasn't really the, the place for me. So we kind of picked somewhere in, in between. And that ended up being Denver. Wow. Right? Wow. So uh, we spent a little bit of time back home visiting my family. You know, it's just kind of took a little mini vacation. Yeah. And then we decided to hop on over here. And I think that as an adult, yeah. moving to Denver was probably the biggest struggle oh, that yeah. I have ever had. Wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, what made it extremely difficult for that? So I moved here with my partner. Mm-hmm. My dog, my rabbit, in a 19-foot camper. Wow. And it was like a 1960s camper. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So we hooked up. My my stepdad sold us this camper. We hooked it up to the back of our truck. Yeah. And we drove here. And so this camper was so old yeah. that we had a hard time finding a place that would actually let us park it really yeah wow it wasn't up to code or or what so it was so old yeah. and it was so small oh i see that these these campgrounds were like uh That's no not, wow. we don't we don't want your old tiny what? little trash camper Dang, in our crazy. <laughs> It was, yeah, I never expected that. It was so wild. I called all of these different places yeah. and they were like, uh, 1960? Nah, what? we don't take anything before 1995. Yeah. Wow. Or, you know, like something crazy. Wow, that is crazy. We ended up finding a place that would take us down mm-hmm. in Colorado Springs. Oh, okay. So that's where we actually ended up first. Nice, okay. So imagine this. You, your significant other... Your dog that actually wears a diaper, by the way. My oh, dog okay. also wore a diaper. She was yeah. incontinent, right? <laughs> and then a rabbit. Yeah. All of your belongings that you can fit inside of this 19-foot wow. camper. Yeah. The oven didn't work. Oh, man. Okay. The heater didn't work. Yeah. Wow. There was no shower. It was just like a sink, a toilet, and a stove. No wow. freezer. Yeah. No refrigerator. Right. Dang. Yeah. (laughs) And 19 feet isn't very big, right? So we were spending most of our time in bed. Yeah. So we're talking about eating in bed. Right, right. We're looking for jobs in bed. We're looking for a place to live in bed. We were both still in school. Wow. So we're doing homework. Dang, it's still in school too, huh? Yeah. We were both still in college at this point. So we're we're doing homework in bed. Uh, you know, we're relaxing in bed. Yeah. yeah. And it, if there, you know, if we were disagreeing about something, yeah, there's just, nowhere to go. Yeah, just right there. Yeah. Right. Whoa. We're just, we're just right there in each other's faces. There Whoa. was nowhere to go. We were just in bed all the time because that was the only yeah. place yeah. in our little right. tiny camper that right. we could be to do anything. That's, that's interesting. So during, during that whole time. Now you look back at it, definitely, you know, struggle. It was difficult to go through. During that time, 
were you were you thinking that it was extremely difficult or were you just kind of going by you know what what you know the next day just taking a day at a time i mean how how was it at that time you know as far as your mindset goes oh man it was horrible oh wow <laughs> it was horrible i did yeah. not know if we were going to make it oh wow okay you know when you're when you're forced in a tidy little space yeah, with somebody right. you get on each other's that's, nerves that's the real ultimate quick test right there especially with couples <laughs> for sure right. you know wow Okay. Um, and we were, you know, we weren't, we had been applying for jobs yeah. and looking for places to live before we even got to Colorado Springs and we weren't really having that much luck. Yeah. Okay. And so we're living off of our savings and our credit cards right, at this point right. because we don't have a job. Right. Yep. And I didn't know if we were going to make it. I'm right, not going to lie to you. Yeah. <laughs> Every day it was like, you know, what, what are we going to do? Right. We don't have, you know, we can't live here forever. Yeah. Because it's winter was coming. We moved in, we moved in August and winter was coming, you know, so walking several blocks to the community shower when it's like 20 degrees outside. And it springs too. (laughs) Right. Like that just wasn't going to work. So we were, it, man, it was a, it was a struggle. Yeah. And I, I didn't know if we were gonna like get a new job. I didn't know if we were gonna find a place to live. I didn't even know if we were gonna make it as a couple. Right. Yeah. Because we were at each other constantly. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So no, that definitely sounds difficult. Very difficult. Um, and you were feeling it at that time for sure. Um, but obviously something changed. So, I mean, when, when did you see that shift in, um, you know, moving further or, or starting to see, you know, uh, things get a little, little bit better for you. So it's really just about never giving up, yeah. to be honest. It's, gotcha. it's really about your resilience at the end of the day. Right. If you want something, then you're going to get it. Right. If you try hard enough. Yes. Yes. Nice. No matter how hard things are, if you want it and you have the resilience and you have the mindset and you have the you have the gumption in you right, to go right. get it yep. you're going to get it right you know it it may take you heartache it may take you pain it may take you decades to get there right, right? but if you want it you can have it yeah and that's really what it was for us is like we don't want to admit defeat yeah Right. So, you know, we, you know, we would spend hours upon hours upon hours mm-hmm. applying for jobs, right? looking for a place to live. You know, that's, yep. we would spend a majority of our time doing so right. until finally one of us was able to get a job. Nice. And so it was, uh, it was such a relief yeah, when I that finally happened. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean. Just that, just that one step, you know, one accomplishment kind of helped springboard the next steps that you're trying to reach. Absolutely. You know? And while going to school, too, that just, mm-hmm. oh, that blows my mind. I couldn't <laughs> imagine. Oh, man. But uh, that's that's very good to hear, you know, um, that, that you were able to, to eventually get to that first step. Because that first step, once you knock it down, you see that, you know, th- other things are possible, too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so um, what, what occurred um, after that? So I finally got my first job in Denver, Colorado. Okay. And that was pretty that was pretty difficult as well because yeah. I'm living in my camper right. in Colorado Springs and my job is in Denver. Right. And I started, like my shift started at 
like 6.15, 6.30 in the morning. So I'm getting up at 4. Mm. Driving an hour yeah. or more right. to Denver. Yep. Depending upon how the traffic is. Traffic, yep. Then working all day. Right. Driving an hour plus back to my little tiny camper yeah. in Colorado Springs. Right. But I was just so grateful. Yeah. You know, I mean, I would have taken any job yeah. at that point. Right. Because it had been several months and we were running out of money, right? Yeah. So I was just so grateful to take that first job there. Nice. And even though it wasn't necessarily the one that I wanted, right. I was just so grateful to have it, yeah. to finally have some income coming gotcha. through. And that was just kind of the catalyst to the next steps. Okay. You know, I once I got a job, I realized, okay, well, I've got this part down. Yeah. So if I can if I can survive this long, you know, me and the other half haven't killed each other yet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not failing any of my classes in college at this point. Right. I finally have a job. So, you know, what's next? Yeah. Yeah. And so from there, we were finally able to get a place to live. Nice. My other half was finally able to get a job himself. Awesome. And, you know, we just kind of started, we started picking up the pieces you know yeah. we started we started paying off our debts we yeah. started you know moving in the right direction right after wow. you know several months of stagnance yeah wow and i wouldn't even say stagnance i mean you guys were still pushing towards something you know and just kind of moving as you could you know true forward. true yeah um for sure and yeah i mean it kind of landed you guys into a position to where you can start um you know, continuing, you know, what your goals were in the, in the first place. Right. And that's, that's, that's awesome. That is really awesome to hear. Um, for sure. So at that point, you know, you were establishing yourself in Denver. Um, what, what would you say kind of led you from that point to become or be where you are at the, at this point right now? So you got your place and then you had your first job. Um, wasn't the job you're looking for, but then you did complete college at that point, or uh, did you complete it a little bit after? It ended up being uh, several years later. Oh, so okay. I actually, it wasn't too, I mean, it feels kind of a long time now, but it actually yeah. wasn't that long ago that I ended up graduating with okay. my degree in social psychology. So wow. uh, I graduated in 2018. Oh, nice. Okay, 2018. Yep. I did not know that. Did, or, or did I? I should have known that. Okay, 2018. Yeah, yep. So I, I graduated in 2018 with my degree in social psychology. Okay. I, you know, life was pretty overwhelming, so I wasn't going to school full time. I was yeah. just kind of like taking it in small chunks as I could. Right. I knew that I wanted to finish school, but I also needed, I also needed time. Gotcha. You know, working full time at a job that wasn't really great for my mental health, to mm -hmm. be honest with you. <laughs> Understandable, yes. I, I um, it left me with quite a bit of exhaustion, yeah. and so I, I didn't really have the capacity. Yeah. I didn't have the mental capacity to be going to school full-time, so I kind of took it gotcha. part-time yeah. until I eventually graduated in okay. 2018. So, um, yeah. Yeah, nice. Well, congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. On graduating, you know, during the... Uh, tough times um, there are jobs definitely that can put a strain on you to where when you get off you don't feel like doing anything else besides trying to enjoy your peace 
you know, and when you do, when you have a job like that, it's very difficult to kind of progress further too. So absolutely. I hear you on that. Nice. Nice. And we met, you know, during one of your, you know, jobs as well. That's where we met. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and we kind of, you know, we, we built a, a unique friendship, you know, between, um, you know, working and then the things that we've accomplished, you know, while working together as well, um, which, you know, we kind of bridged over to um, the nonprofit organization too. Um, which is pretty pretty cool in my book. That's why I was excited to have you here. So, um, is there anything else that you wanted to to kind of share um, about you know your your progress? Um, yeah. So uh, I I do just want to throw it out there. Okay. I'm super grateful that I met you oh, for nice. sure. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate one that. of the more tolerable people that I dealt with. <laughs> <laughs> well, the feel is mutual. So thank you. Thank you very much. For sure. For <laughs> sure. Um, you know, I, I don't think that I would have made it as long as I did. Oh, okay. In, in the position in which we work together. Yeah. If it wasn't for you and a couple of, you know, the other exemplary yeah. leaders. Right. You know, right. nice. they're when you when you find yourself in a difficult situation and in mm-hmm. a toxic situation it's so easy to become toxic yourself oh yeah you know that that kind of negative energy just sucks you in it's kind of like a cancer you know yeah. what i mean yeah. and i'm so grateful that there you and a few others were just kind of like nice. able to stick it out and so that's kind of what kept me going for so long and at the end of the day that's also kind of what launched me forward into my new position okay good because i you know i i realized that there was something better out there that's good for all of us yeah that's very good to hear and i appreciate that a lot (laughs) for sure um we did go through through quite a bit i mean there's definitely some some um aggressive times during during working um within that that uh what environment yeah that way in that environment (laughs) for sure um, that we we're able to, to, to get out of, but, um, uh, from, from there, and I appreciate, you know, everything that, that you shared, uh, to this point. And I have a couple of questions for you Yeah. Um, as well. So right now, looking back, right at, at the younger you elementary, middle school, um, is there anything that you would want to share or any advice that you would share with the younger you? Hmm. That's a good question. I would say don't let anybody stand in your way. Okay. Because you're going to get there. Yeah. You're going to you're going to find your peace. You're going to find your happiness and you have it within you. Yeah. To you have you you have it within you to get there. So don't let anybody stand in your way. Don't nice. let anybody tell you any anything else because there have been uh, you know a handful of times throughout my growth and development as yeah. a human in general where somebody has said something or has done something um, to me that kind of like knocked me down, if you will. And if I, you know, just kind of had flipped them the bird (laughs) (laughs) and ignored what they said or what they did, Mm -hmm. you know, who knows where I might be right Right. now. So don't, don't any, don't let anyone tell you no. I like that. Just go after whatever it is that you want. Yep. It's very, very strong. Um, because a lot of people do, you know, let, let people get in their way, let them knock them down, make them discouraged on trying to accomplish certain things um, with with really anything that you're trying to accomplish. You know, so, yeah, I agree with that. Don't let anybody tell you that you cannot do the things that they are not willing to do themselves. So, For sure. Absolutely. That's 
mighty strong there. So thank you for that as well. Um, so any any final thoughts or words that you would like to share with the audience? Hmm. You know, I think I think that's really it, Billy. Okay. You know, it. At the end of the day, like I said, if you want it, right. you can have it. Yep. It's yours. You right. just got to be willing to put in the work for it. Right, right, for sure. I mean, you definitely shared quite a bit today. Um, a lot of really good information, a lot of good insight into, you know, just keep on going and keep trying um, to get to where you want to be. And I think that's very important. It's a, it's a big staple into what we're trying to share with the audience. So thank you so much for sharing all, all of that information with us. Yeah, for sure. I mean, at, at the end of the day, you've, you've got two options, right? Yep. You can you can either keep trying and keep moving ahead right. and keep seeking whatever it is that you're looking for, or you can let the, your circumstances knock you down and you can just be miserable until you die. That's Who wants that? Right. Exactly. I could, you know, you said it 100% correct. Yep. So there you guys have it. Uh, Becca Mendenhall in the building. Definitely um, a great person to, to know and share any um any good conversation that you guys want to have she's very insightful so um definitely going to have her back again on the show if you guys like what you heard today let us know in the comments share the podcast as well and let us know what you guys want to hear in the future um as always you can catch us on a lot of streaming services spotify amazon iHeartRadio, um even youtube youtube as well you can subscribe to us and watch our content and we are always looking for feedback and more people to be on the show as well uh that are as awesome as becca and remember like she said at the beginning of the episode it is not about just the level of money that you made in your uh, life that makes you successful it's a small you know accomplishments that you build along the way to get you to where you know that you wanted to be that that's what's really important that's what we want to hear on the show we don't want the millionaires i mean we, millionaires are welcome but we want to hear from from the people that we can relate to about the things that they had to get to uh get through to get to where they are today so that's what we have today thank you again this is billy wayne once again with becca and we're signing out for the day but thank you for joining us see you guys soon